0: Hi, family. This is Elizabeth Burnham. Welcome to Renovate. This month's talk is Fear Not. God's perfect love for you will drive out any fear that may be plaguing your life. We pray that you are blessed by this message as
1: you listen today. So this month, we're, our new series is Fear Not. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be talking about <laughs> fear, where fear comes from, or where it originates, and then yes. how to deal with fear Dear fear, uh, how to deal with fear when it tries to attack your life. Now, yes. fear, unlike any other thing, it can be suffocating. Yes. It can be tormenting. Crippling. And, and crippling. Yeah, it can suck the very life out yes. of you if you allow it. But yes. I'm telling you, if you will connect, stay connected with us this month, if you will watch these renovate shows, I'm telling you, you will experience some freedom mm-hmm. in your life, especially... If you've been dealing with fear, yes. and if you've been dealing with anxiety, yes. so uh, so yeah, so
0: two uh, two big things that coincide with one another: fear and anxiety. You can't have one without the other because the root of each one is one another. The fear of anxiety, uh, uh, or the uh, anxiety is the root of fear, and fear is the root of anxiety, and so they kind of play hand in hand. So, um, I mean, I know tons of people who deal with anxiety attacks and. Um, you know, medically speaking, you know, they say that they've, um, they've taken medicine for it, but um, it's spiritual. Um, it's the fear that something is going to go wrong, um, and, and it's the fear of something being out of your control, and that's, you know, uh, I'm sure we've all been in cert- situations or circumstances where we've had uh, things happen that were out of our control.
1: Amen. So let's start tonight by talking about uh, where does fear come from? Where does it originate? What right. is fear? Let's define fear. Let's start off and define fear. Uh, the Webster, Webster Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get some more coffee here.
0: We're a little tongue tied tonight, I guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, according to Webster Dictionary, <laughs> uh, Webster defines fear as an unpleasant, often strong emotion caused by ante- anticipation or awareness of danger. So, again, Webster says that fear is an unpleasant, often yeah. strong emotion comes by anticipation or awareness of danger. So here we, we, we see fear as defined as an emotion. It is an anticipation. Yeah. It is uh, anticipation for what? Something negative, for, for danger, for harm, yeah. for something destructive. Fear defined in the Bible, we find a definition uh, of fear in the Bible and in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. It says that... Uh, for God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and sound oh, wow. mind. So mm-hmm. with these two definitions combined, well, we understand from scripture that fear is more than an emotion. It is yes. an emotion. You feel it in your emotions. It can be crippling, but fear is an, is actually a spirit. It is. There, there is a demonic spirit mm-hmm. that is behind the emotion that Webster calls a fear. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, this demonic spirit, Fear, the spirit of fear, yeah. gets place and power in someone's life when they anticipate something wrong, something bad, something negative. Mm-hmm. When they anticipate that, then that gives place to this spirit in their life.
0: It does because uh, you're you're automatically opening up the door um, for that spirit of fear to come in when you automatically result to the negative of a situation. And a lot of people, you know, you know, think that that's just. Uh, they, they feel like they're not setting themselves up to be let down when really they're setting a place to be let down
1: yeah because it's an anticipation Yes, a lot of uh, fear fear gets its place when someone anticipates something wrong before something wrong happens exactly. so it's actually fear is actually faith in the wrong direction yeah um, it's actually faith in the negative mm-hmm. I'm believing for something bad to happen yeah I'm, I'm you know um, I I've grew up around around folks, you know, people, people I love, uh, where you know if if you go to leave your house mm-hmm. and you check the eyes on your your the dials on your stove, if you check that more than two times, then you may be driven by a spirit of fear. Yes. Um. Uh. You know, one time's good, two times enough. You go home. You you go ahead and believe that the Lord's gonna take care of you, take care of your home, and take care. Of your family so fear mm-hmm. is actually faith in the wrong direction it's faith for the negative uh, what is faith Well, the Bible says mm-hmm. in Hebrews 11 1 faith is a substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen so faith what faith does it actually bridges the spiritual world mm-hmm. and the physical world yeah. faith is how we receive um, from God yeah. and how you can receive actually from the devil so faith is the bridge how do, how do I receive the promises of God, the blessings of God, the healing of God, mm-hmm. all the things that the Bible says are mine, um, uh, provided by God through Jesus Christ mm-hmm. by simply believing. I believe it, and then I declare it, I speak it on my life, and then sooner or later it's going to manifest. The same thing um, as far as when faith is used in, in, uh, towards something negative. Whatever you're believing for, you're yep. you're going to get.
0: You're going to get it. So
1: if you are looking and believing for, you know, to get sick, when people are saying it's flu, si- uh, flu season, yep. more than likely, you're, you're going to get, get sick. sick. Yep. <laughs> but if you believe Isaiah 53 and 5, which says that Jesus took the stripes on his back for your healing by stripes, you are healed. So uh, whatever you are believing for in life, that's what you're going to get because yes. faith is going to attract that. Faith serves, sort of, it serves as a magnet.
0: It does. It serves as a magnet of good or bad. You can faith in good or bad things depending on what you speak, what you're believing for. Um, just like, you know, I use this example because it happens all the time. I hear people say, well, hey, we're, yeah, we're going to be going on this vacation, but watch, my kid is going to be getting sick. It's going to get sick beforehand, and it's going to, put us where we can't go. I just know this is going to happen. Well, yeah, it's going to happen because that's where your faith is. You've already drawn to the negative. You're already drawing to the negative side of things. And when it's like, no, I, I declare my family's not going to get sick. We're going to be able to enjoy the vacation that we worked hard to pay for, and it's going to be a blessed trip. Yeah. Like that's that. But that's the difference. The first uh, example was faith for the negative, and that's exactly what you got and the other is faith for the positive, and that's what you get because life and death is in the power of the tongue, and uh, we get what we believe for.
1: Not too long ago, Elizabeth and I went on a trip. Um, We went to Dallas, Texas. Is actually before we we were married, Mm -hmm. we were engaged, and I was going there for ordination, for ordination service. So we fly in to uh, DFW, Mm -hmm. and we went to the car rental place uh, to uh, rent a car that we had reserved, but before we got there, uh, I, w- I wanted to put God's Word to a test. You know that the <laughs> Lord, He, he loves and when we take His Word and, uh, and we're a doer of His Word. When we take His Word and says, God, Your Word says this, I believe this. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it out. I'm going to give you an opportunity to fulfill Your Word in my life, to do something supernatural in my life. So um, I grabbed Elizabeth by the hand and I said, you know what? So, Psalms 37.4 says that when you delight yourself in the Lord, he gives you the desires of your heart, and uh, the Bible says in Mark 11:24, it says, uh, "Whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you re- believe that you receive them, and you will have them." So I told Elizabeth, I was like, "You know what? Let's just let's believe God for an upgrade for no reason, you know, not because we deserve <laughs> it, not because you know, let's just let's just ask Daddy God for an upgrade, believe for it, and uh, give Him an opportunity." To do something special for us let's, let's expect a surprise let's expect a benefit you know expect the, good the bible says that uh that he daily loads us with his benefits mm-hmm. so every day we get up we should be expecting benefits expecting good surprises from our daddy god who is love who is good and so we uh, uh elizabeth goes to the restroom i get to the counter and um You know, he says, hey, how you doing? I says, hey, he said, you're Mr. Burnham. We're filling out the paperwork. He said, Mr. Burnham, you you reserved a regular sedan, right? I said, yeah. He said, well, uh, actually, we just rented out our last sedan, so we are out of those. He said, but because we are out of those, you get a free upgrade. Hey. I was like. Look at... Running
0: around and getting <laughs> in the upgrade. I was like,
1: look at daddy God. I mean, uh, <laughs> hooked us up with an upgrade because we simply believed for one. We were looking for one. We were looking for a surprise. And so um, he said, yeah, you get an upgrade. Um, uh, you get upgrade to an SUV. So, you know, would you like a Ford? What was that? A Ford Edge or I forgot mm-hmm. the other SUV. The, and we went with the Ford Edge. It was a great, it was a great choice. choice. Yeah,
0: it was. it was super... It was like a soup. It wasn't just like the basic package. It was like a souped-up package. But, you know, um, I, I, I've heard people, too, say, well, no, we need to be humble, and we need to take the crappiest of stuff, and we need to get the second-hand stuff. When, well, we're daughters and sons of a king. Why should we have to settle for anything less? Yes, no, we don't. The, the difference is, you know, between... Christian, people saying that Christians shouldn't have nice things, but they say that these rappers or people that just live for the devil and have no intent of serving the Lord, but they can be rich. It doesn't make any sense because the Lord says that He makes one rich and adds no sorrow. So we can rejoice in the fact that we can be blessed because it comes from Him.
1: Yeah. So uh, so what you're expecting for, you will You will get. get. But because God is a good God, because He's a loving mm-hmm. Father, we can expect yes. uh, Him to be faithful to His Word and daily load us with His yes. benefits. So uh, uh, if that's the case, then a person's expectations are fashioned as a result of how they perceive God's nature to be.
0: That's good.
1: So I'm going to say it again. A person's expectations mm-hmm. are fashioned... As a result of how they perceive God's nature to be. Yes. So if you don't see God as a good God, as a father Mm -hmm. who is love and who desires for us to be blessed and to prosper and to be whole and to be healthy, then more than likely you won't expect that from him and you won't be looking for that in life. Yes. And you'll miss out on all of his blessings on your inheritance because you're not looking for it. Because your faith is not drawing that in. Your faith is not expecting mm-hmm. for the blessings of God. And therefore, the other alternative is whatever you taste, see, hear, or feel. Mm-hmm. You're left to your five senses. You're left yes. to your carnality. And I don't know about you, but carnality, you know, can be rough. When people start lying, sure. cheating, stealing, you know, you, uh, it, you, let, you get let go from your job, then that... Uh, mold your expectations into uh, looking at a world that is bad, does bad, and you just always expect bad, and therefore you get bad. It's not because that's God's will for you. It's because you you don't know the true nature of God. Therefore, your faith can't operate and expect from God and from His goodness.
0: Because the fact of the matter is just... In the the sense of, for example, how you receive from um, a friend or a loved one, someone that you know that cares about you, you know that if they were to speak into your life or give you a gift, that it was out of love and you would be able to receive it that way. And it's the same thing with God. Unless you know someone's nature, you're not able to receive from them to the fullest. And that's the thing is most people don't know the nature of God, the nature of Jesus. And so they're not able to receive from Him as a loving God and as someone who wants us to feel blessed and fulfilled and empowered in everything that we do because He's alongside of us the whole time. And so that's, but that requires us getting into the Word and allowing Him to reveal Himself to us, His nature to us, so that we can receive from Him.
1: Baby, that's a good word. She's preaching, y'all. She's preaching <laughs> real, real good.
0: It's true because. You can't receive from someone that you don't know their heart. If you don't know the Father's heart, then you can't receive from Him. So get to know Him. Get to know your Father, the one who created you, so that you can receive from Him to the full.
1: I think it's safe to say from what we've learned from Webster, uh, from what we've learned from the Word of God, which is the truth, yes. um, I think it's safe to say a simple definition of fear is, is fear is the result of people not believing in God's unconditional unfailing love for them yes
0: believing that he is who he says he is
1: because where there is an absence of love mm-hmm. God's unconditional love then there's room for fear to take place but the Bible says that love drives out all fear where That's God's right. fear resides uh, fear can't can't exist it or can't. reside
0: it can't it
1: stay Can't stay. Uh, this is a great example of what we're talking about in Mark chapter 1 we had this story of this leopard so he's, uh. He's, <laughs> what happened?
0: You called him a leopard. Leper.
1: Oh, this leopard. Sorry. <laughs> Same thing, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So there's this leopard guy. Now, now, think about it. He's got this disease. He, he's uh, been driven, he's been staying in a, a leper colony. He's been driven away from his family, hasn't mm. been able to touch his children in years, be, be with his wife in years. And so he hears about Jesus coming through town, Jesus, the Messiah, uh, the son of David, the king of kings, the Lord of lords. He's mm-hmm. healing people. He's raising people from the dead. He's full of love. He's full of mercy and grace. Mm-hmm. And this this gentleman, this leper, he hears about Jesus uh, coming through his city. So he does his best to make his way to Jesus. He, he finds Jesus out um, on, on, at a distant place a, away from everyone else and he approaches him and he says this is what he says he says um, he kneels down and says if you are willing you can make me clean. Now listen at this this guy says if you are willing you can make me clean. Lord so, if it be your will I'm sure we've all heard that. <laughs> yeah, so this tells him that he believed that God was able but he wasn't for sure if he God would would would, would. He wasn't sure if God was willing because he was a leper, because maybe he had sin in his life, because maybe he had had some faults.
0: Or maybe others told him that he wasn't good enough or wasn't clean enough or wasn't holy enough to receive.
1: And so I want you to listen at Jesus' response because this is his response to all of us today. It says, Then Jesus moved with compassion, stretched out his hand and touched him, and said, I am willing, be cleansed. As soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy left him, and he was healed. Yes. And I'm telling you, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Forever, He responds to us the same way He did to this leper, yes. and that is, I am willing. I don't just, I don't just want to be a, 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 a at a distance from you. I want to touch you I want to be involved in your life I have compassion for you right where you are I have compassion for where what you've been through and where you've been and what's been done to you and I am willing if you will let me I'm not only able but I am willing to set you free to heal you to restore you to make you whole again to restore your family and your relationships and as soon as Jesus touched him and spoke those words, he was made clean immediately. Now think about it. this guy, not only was his body restored, but now he's clean. He can go back into society. He can go back home and mm-hmm. his all of his relationships now can be restored. Yes. Do you know um, a lot of you, you're you're praying and you're believing God for relationships to be restored in your life? And maybe those relationships aren't restored because you need to be made whole first. Mm -hmm. And maybe the first step is you being made whole, your relationship with God being made right. Uh, Your perception of him uh, needs to be corrected. You need to see him and experience him as a God of compassion and and as a God of love and as a God who is not only able but willing. He wants to set you free and give you the desires of your heart. And when you get that revelation, it will set you free in every area of your life and, and you'll be free to uh, to go back and, and enjoy our other relationships that's been damaged and those relationships can be restored. Mm-hmm. A lot of times healing needs to take place here before it can take place out here. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. That's not in the notes. That's free. The Holy Spirit just dropped that in my spirit for some of you tonight. A lot of times healing needs to take place yes. in here first before it can take place out here. And in order for you to be healed, you've got to, um, you've got to approach the Lord, number one. And the next thing is uh, you got to let him love you.
0: Let him love you. Allow him to love you. So many people um, have been so hurt by religion, by uh, false doctrine, uh, by word of mouth of what the word says when the word doesn't say that. And it's actually just superstition or man-made rules. Um, because, um, and so many people think that our works is how we attain salvation is how we get our way into heaven. And it's so hard for people to understand that, um, all we have to do is receive Jesus and that's enough. We don't go to hell because we, we lie. We don't go to hell because we were a bad person. No, the only reason is because we rejected Jesus. And that was just because we didn't want him to come into our heart. And it's so, it's simple and be, and, and, because God wants us to be in eternity with Him forever because He loves us and He has beautiful things in store for us. And and maybe you feel like that things are always have always gone wrong in your life or maybe you feel like nothing ever goes right for me. It's, it's, it's this after this after this. Well, um, that's because you need to give your life to Jesus. And don't be afraid. It's not a scary thing. It's a beautiful thing. You will experience life in a amazing way a way that could never be fathomable to, uh, to uh, compare and compare to what you're experiencing now and but it all comes down to you having a relationship with Jesus and experiencing and allowing God to show and reveal his love to you because he loves you and he's not mad at you he never has been he's just been waiting there all along for you to say all right daddy I'm ready I'm ready I'm ready right now and that's all the Lord wants. He wants us to look at him as a loving father.
1: 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, it says this. There is no fear in love, yes. but perfect love casts out all fear. Yes. Because fear involves torment, but he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved, loved us. us. So there is hope. There is hope. Because God loves us. Yes. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world mm-hmm. that he gave his only Son, that whosoever believes in him will not yes. perish, but have everlasting yes. life. God demonstrated his own love towards us, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You know that Jesus put himself out there, that when he went to the cross, he went to the cross in faith, in faith in his Father, that, that, um, uh, that hopefully his sacrifice, his bleeding, his beating, his the crown of thorns, him dying that years down the road or days down the road and thousands thousands of years down the road that people would accept uh, excuse me accept his sacrifice that he went to the cross in faith not uh, Not even knowing whether or not one person would accept accept. his payment for the sins of the world. Mm. But he was willing to do it because he had faith in the love of his father. He knew it was his father's will because his father had a love for humanity and was wanting to restore humanity back to their rightful place as sons and daughters of God. And because he had faith and trust in his father's love for him and his father's love for humanity... He was willing to go to the cross yes. for a group of people who were still lost in their sins and who still had their, their willpower and the ability to choose whether or not they receive him or not. Yep. But he went because he trusted the Father's love. And listen, you can trust God's love for you today. Yes. You can trust his love. His love is unfailing, is unconditional. If there's one thing that, that will not fail in this life, That is the love of God. God is love, love. and he expresses love by giving us his very best gift, and that was his son on the cross so that our sins could be atoned for, forgiven, washed away forever and ever and ever. The Bible says in Romans uh, chapter, I believe it's 8, but the Bible says that God's made a new covenant with us, He's written his law on our heart and in our mind. Mm -hmm. He said, your your sins and lawless deeds, I I will remember remember no no more. more." I love Romans 5 and 1. It says, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. God's at peace with us. We're at peace with him who has put our faith in Jesus Christ because of the death and burial, burial and resurrection of his son, Jesus Christ. We have hope. And let me tell you, once you receive... Uh, God, once you receive his love, once you receive yes. his son, his gift by simply believing and confess him as Lord of your life, it would drive fear out of your life.
0: Out of, it'll be gone. It will be gone. And you need to know today that God's not punishing you. He's not mad at you. Like I was saying earlier, don't, uh, every payment that needed to be made, it was paid in full with Jesus on the cross. So it's time to stop Perceiving God as pun- punisher, as dictator, as this person who is just uh, ruling and reigning over your life in this just horrible way. He's not Hitler. He's not an evil dictator. No, he's a loving father. But that comes back to the beginning of this message where we talked about knowing the nature of God because you cannot receive his love without knowing who he is and knowing that he only gives good and perfect gifts. So if you're sick, no, he that's not a good gift, so did God give that to you? No, we have an enemy who comes to steal, kill, and destroy and send sickness through different avenues of us allowing him in our lives. Um, and Number two, we need to know him so that we can uh, receive all these beautiful inheritances and promises that he's given us to enjoy. But the thing is, is that, yes, we live in a world where bad things happen. Does God make them happen? No, he doesn't. Like I said earlier, we have an enemy who comes to kill, steal, and destroy, and bad things happen, and we, we have free will to choose and make these decisions. But you know what's beautiful is that when we say, Okay, God, we jacked it up, but we trust you. And you know what? Now that we're ready, we're going to give you this situation and this um, this circumstance, and God, you make beauty from it. That's the reality. That is God because he is good, and he is, he is good. Like he's not just good. I don't. <laughs> he doesn't just
1: do good. No, I mean, he is. He is like, he good. Is good. He what is, goodness is? Is God. That's
0: who he is. <laughs> he can't be anything apart from that. And so, so yes. Yeah, so we, you need to go find out who God is. Let him love you the way you need to feel loved. Because we all receive love in a different way. And um, but we have to allow him to love us because he's a gentleman and he's not going to force himself on us. And maybe you've experienced that in your life or maybe you've had people that have told you lies and that you weren't good enough to get into heaven or that you weren't good enough to receive God. But that's a lie. That's a lie. And you need to know today, you, the truth has been revealed. The truth has been exposed. And so now you know who God is. It's truth. We've given you scripture to prove it. That is the truth, that is who God is, and that is the covenant that we live under, that we reside under, and that covers us in this life, is the covering of love, and grace, and mercy, and everything that we do. Um,
1: because listen, uh, the, the Lord loves me the same today as He did when I was uh, drinking Bakken orange juice <laughs> as a me- middle school year old line, you know. Uh, he <laughs> loves me the same today as He did when I was, you know, looking at pornography, you know, mm-hmm. lost and and uh, mm-hmm. he he loved me the same. He he went to the cross while we were yet sinners. He died yep. for us. Listen, uh, the Bible says nothing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in nothing. Christ Jesus. So so it ain't what we do. God loves us despite of despite of what we do. God loves us just because he's he decided to. Yeah, and he has a beautiful plan for all of our lives. But where his love, where we allow his love to come into. Uh, uh, whatever area of our heart we allow His love to, to come into, yes. fear can't stay there anymore. It will drive out all fear. Fear of torment, fear of judgment, fear of failure, fear of uh, rejection. The love of God will drive all that out. Love will. Love would cast it out. It's gotta go. So, so let's do this. <laughs> we, we're going to pray.
0: We just thank you so much for tonight, God. Thank you for a revelation of who you are, God. The truth of who you are and how we can receive from you in this life, God. I thank you, Lord, that you are a loving Father. You only give good and perfect gifts. And so that is what we can cling to. That is where our expectation is. That is where our faith is. It's in the good. It's seeing the golden situations. It's seeing um, optimistically the glass half full, God. I thank you that we don't see places as an evil, dark place, God, but we see it as a place to show people the love and to reveal your truth, the truth, of, uh, uh, that sets people free and knowledge of the truth, God. And I thank you, Lord, that uh, uh, your, your revelation, God, your revelation in our hearts is what sets us free, God. Revelation and knowledge of thank your you word, change. Father, thank that you. is what resides, that is what remains, and that is what will never change, and it will always remain the same. And Lord, we just thank you for that, Father.
1: And if you uh, if you don't know Jesus, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, listen, you are missing out on the biggest blessing ever given to mankind. God, listen, today's the day. You can start it now. It's very simple. It's very easy. I don't care how jacked up you think your life is or how bad you think you've messed up. Uh, uh, sin doesn't disqualify you. It actually qualifies you for a Savior. savior. And that's why Jesus came. He came to save us from our sins, sickness, disease, from poverty. He came to save us. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, uh, you know, the Lord loves you. The Bible says where sin abounds, grace abounds much more. The blood of Jesus is more powerful than any sin you've ever committed. The grace of God is more stronger than any sin you've ever committed. And I'm telling you, the moment you say yes to the Lord, and you say, Jesus, I believe in you, I confess you as Lord over my life, you, you, you'll be born again, the Bible says, you'll be born of the Spirit. Old things will pass away, all yep. things will become new. You will become just as holy and righteous as Jesus is yep. in your spirit, man. Mm-hmm. You'll be forgiven of all all, all, all sins, yep. all your lawless deeds, and you'll be a brand new person. Brand
0: new person.
1: And uh, I mean, in the instance, you're talking about a miracle, it'll happen just like that. Mm-hmm. Just like that. And then you can start a relationship with, with the Lord. You're not going to be perfect after that. You're still going to mess up. You're still going to make mistakes.
0: Yep, we but, all
1: do. But hey, you get back up, brush yourself off, learn from it, and the Lord's grace will help you grow and develop yep. in Him. So let me pray for you. The Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, if you believe in your heart mm-hmm. that God raised Jesus from the dead and you confess Him as Lord of your life, you will be saved. For well, with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Mm-hmm. So tonight, amen. So tonight, this is what I want you to do. I want you to pray this prayer. I want you to say, Jesus, Jesus I believe, I believe that, you died that
0: you died on the cross, on the cross for, my
1: sins. for my
0: sins.
1: And Jesus, tonight,
0: and Jesus, tonight I,
1: receive I receive your payment, your payment for, my sins.
0: for my sins.
1: I receive your forgiveness.
0: I receive your forgiveness I believe I believe that
1: you rose from the dead that
0: you rose from the dead for me for me
1: and I confess you Jesus and
0: I confess you Jesus as
1: Lord of my life
0: as Lord of my life.
1: Thank you for saving me.
0: Thank you for saving this me. This day forward. This day forward. I
1: want to walk with you.
0: I want to walk with you. And
1: you walk with me.
0: And you walk with me. My
1: life's yours. My
0: life is yours. From this day forward. From this day forward. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: And Listen. I-
0: and all of heaven rejoices. Woo! Woo!
1: Hallelujah! <laughs> hey! <laughs> Praise the Lord! Fire words go off! Yeah. Listen, if you prayed that prayer, the Bible says that, heaven's throwing a party right now the angels are rejoicing they're like turn up
0: they coming home one day yeah so
1: <laughs> every, every every child that comes home uh the angels throw a party so we party with you praise god we are so
0: glad that you tuned into today's message fear has no place in your life god has an abundant life for you and for your family thank you so much to our partners for all that you do to help brandon and i share the good news of jesus with people all around the world if you would like to become a partner you can subscribe to our newsletter on our website at www.thebrandlife.org you can give your financial gift online or by mail at p.o box 30966 savannah georgia 31410 and please make checks payable to the brand life we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization Also, on our website, you can purchase our latest book, Renovate Your Faith. This book will teach you how to use the faith that God has given you to receive His best for your life. Thank you so much for listening.